Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Well, game week, obviously, and we're excited to have an opportunity to get over to Little Rock and play Western Carolina. Kerwin and Cade Bell uh, do a wonderful job with that team offensively. I think they set records. Always first games are scary because of the unknown, unknown about the opponent, unknown this year about our own team. But we're really excited to get over there and play a fine Western Carolina team. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We're going to go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a great Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, folks. So I know there's been a lot of things going on on people's minds. And just as a reminder for Fleet Management Services, they're looking for a new maintenance tech, oil changes, tires, general maintenance, all going to be things required, so if you're interested in that, call over at 501-375-3672 to get a job with Fleet Management Services. You're great people over there. Had a chance to see Matt Morris from Fleet Management Services yesterday, his son Gannon, Joel Reddick, Leslie Reddick's husband, mm-hmm. our sales manager here, at a fantasy football draft party yesterday. Nice. So uh, had a good time there drafting for Dino once again, Chris Palladino at Channel 7 KTV. And he actually won the league last year, so hoping for the same success this year. But great time hanging out with them yesterday. And, uh, yeah, once again, Fleet Management Services, if you're interested, give them a call, 501-375-3672. That's for a maintenance tech, and that's general maintenance. It's a great opportunity. Are they the ones that are with that draft that he won? Is it like one that you can hold over players from the previous year? Or is no. it like fresh? No, it's okay. fresh every year. Okay, because I know a few friends of mine that are in some of these fantasy leagues or they call it like dynasty leagues where they, it's like, they hold them over for like five years. Like a buddy of mine has had Aaron Rodgers on his team for like four straight seasons. So I was like, all right, well, hey, whatever works. But uh, yeah, it is that time of year too with a lot of fantasy football. So Joel Reddick, they always tease him because he is a Jets fan about drafting Jets players. He actually stayed away. He didn't draft Aaron Rodgers. He he did end up drafting somebody, but when you get later in the rounds and you're talking about a 16 team league and his limited options, he did lean on some Jets players, but he didn't get Aaron Rodgers. He didn't. I don't think he got Garrett Wilson. So he mm. stayed away. I guess because they've been, you know, kind of poking at him, and he uh, he went in a different direction. Yeah, well, I, Joel's one of the few other Jets fans that I actually know, and so uh, I've I've always tried to stay away from Jets players, mainly because you know most of them weren't that good. But uh, there were a few that I, I thought about it, and, but I made the mistake of one year getting uh, Brett Favre when he had that one year at the Jets, which was great for fantasy for about you know eight weeks, and then it went crashing down pretty quickly, but. Uh, I know it's a time of year for that, and fantasy football drafts, and uh, that's that's an exciting time. I'm trying to get back into it. I was into it a long time ago, but uh, still trying to, to slowly and surely get back into it, especially when it's got some money on the line. That always makes it a lot more fun. But we know with it being Razorback football game week, just five days away, Western Carolina first up right here at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. 
And I know people are pumped up and excited, even with the time change. But let's talk more about that as we go to the phone lines here with Andrew Ellis of Hogsports.com, friend of the show. Andrew, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Really looking forward to finally being in game week and having something real to talk about instead of, you know, just speculating on what we can gather from 20 minutes of fall camp practices. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you, it's going to be something to actually have some substance to. And there's a few things that Sam Pittman mentioned today I know we'll dive into. But first off, your thoughts. The game time change. we got people that, not everybody, but there are people that are here in the central Arkansas area that are very upset, don't like it, don't like the fact that it's moved up to noon. Uh, what do you make of the time change, and do you believe truly that it's all just about the student-athletes and about the heat and just adjusting the time there? I, you know, I thought it was really it was really weird that they mentioned the heat and the you know humidity and all that, and so they're like, we're going to have it at noon, so that like the end of the game will be entering that peak heat time. I didn't really understand that. When we heard Sam Pittman talk later today about how he really wanted to get them back in time, he really didn't want to have a night game to where they would be getting back at two, three in the morning in Fayetteville, and that makes sense. And if they had just said that, that would have been perfectly fine. It's like, hey, we don't want to play a night game. We really just don't want to do that. We are, we took a bus here. We don't have to take a bus back late at night. I'm all cool with that. I just thought it was weird if they were like, yeah, we're going to do this because of heat, and we're going to play at noon. So I thought that was a little weird, but hearing what Pittman had to say afterwards, I was okay with that. And I thought it was really funny where he was like, yeah, I really don't care about tailgaters, which, you know, I'm sure that'll make some people mad, but also, if you're Sam Pittman, why, why would you care, you know? But uh, I, I think the atmosphere was going to be probably pretty luckless, luck, lackluster either way, and I don't expect that to change because they're playing Western Carolina, and it's going to be 120 degrees. So I, I don't hate them wanting to get through it as quickly as they can. Andrew, you mentioned bussing in and bussing back. There have been times that the team has bussed in but then flown back and – don't know if that's the case this time around, but uh, a lot of times that is the approach that they take. So getting back sooner, they they would be able to get back a lot sooner if they did actually fly back. Yeah, I, and I don't know who what goes into those decisions, but from what I can tell and from what Pantin was saying, they are busing there and back. Um, you know, they've got so many road trips this year. They, they pretty much don't play any games at, at home at Fayetteville. So I guess, you know, they have so many flights going on that they had to, cut back. I don't, I don't know how those decisions get made, but it does seem like they're busting there and busting back. And so if you're busting back, I, I get it to an extent, but it is a little bit unfortunate, and I think it probably will have an effect on the game day atmosphere. I think if you were going to try to have the best atmosphere possible, that night game would be you know, ideal. It would get you out of the heat and all that, and then you could kind of figure out the travel. But I think Sam Pittman was just really focused on getting back as quickly as possible and having as much time to rest. Because like I mentioned, they're going to have to travel a lot this year. So anywhere where they can make their travel better, I think they're going to take that opportunity, especially for a game like this against Western Carolina that is not going to be on like a national scale. And like I said, I don't think the atmosphere was going to be this awesome, raucous environment, regardless of what happened. So I think, you know, doing it at noon, I think this is almost been admitting that they're just trying to get over this as quickly as they can. So, Andrew, uh, just a few things that stood out, at least from the game notes, because I know we just have you for a, a few minutes today, but um, the depth chart was officially released. I know at Hawk Sports you guys always put together a depth chart of what you saw in practices and whatnot, but we have the official one. Was there anything that stood out to you as far as any major surprises or things that were pretty curious about the two deep? Well, you know, initially, one thing that caught my eye was Jaden Wilson being listed as an or next to Isaiah Satania. I always just kind of assumed Titania would be the go-to, no-doubt starter at the slot. And then Jaden Wilson got hurt last week in practice. And when he got hurt, it really looked like at the moment, I remember going home thinking, like, man, he must be out for the year. You know, he was really in pain, all that. I thought his injury was going to be horrible. Now not only is he listed as a potential starter on the depth chart, but then Sam Pittman said today they're expecting him to play in week one. So that was a little surprising, but I don't know. I think – some people were probably stunned by seeing Francis Sherman as the second tight end with no or next to him and then seeing that whole group below him with Gums and Bax and Cyrus Washington. But uh, Francis Sherman, it seems like he's going to play a lot, and I think we talked about him a little bit on the show a few weeks ago. And I, so I think that was really cool. Not seeing Manny Powell was a little bit of, of a surprise, but I think that's an indication of kind of how things have developed in the linebacker room this, this fall. And I was surprised to see Pooh Paul listed as an or, but Pittman clarified that later that, a lot of those oars are basically just because you don't know if one guy is going to be healthy, and so until then it's just a little bit up in the air. seems like the only real position battle left 
He's at left tackle with Devin Manuel and Andrew Shambly, and safety with Jaden Johnson and Hudson Clark, all four of whom are probably going to play a good bit on Saturday. So I expect these depth chart conversations to keep happening. Andrew, what's uh, available as far as from an access standpoint for the rest of the week with coaches and players? So, so we talked to Pittman, you know, just like an hour ago. We're going to get to go to practice later today. Thankfully, it won't be as hot as it's been. I think they're all going to be back outside today, so that'll be nice. So we'll get to see a little bit of practice today, a little bit of practice tomorrow, and then we'll hear from two players, I think, maybe two to four players, maybe two groups of players. I don't know who the players will be, but, you know, I'm assuming maybe KJ, Rocket, and some of those typical guys for week one. And then, uh, you know, Wednesday we'll get to hear from Pittman one last time, and that's pretty much it. It's time to, it's time to play. Speaking of Andrew Ellis of HawkSports.com here on the phone line. So, Andrew, what can you tell us about the Western Carolina Catamounts? Because, you know, we know a lot about the opponents in the SEC, but these non-conference opponents, kind of unique, especially one uh, that Arkansas has never played before. So what can you tell us about them and what can people expect? Well, John, I heard you earlier saying that y'all are going to have the head coach on tomorrow, and I just I can't imagine the success rate is really high for uh, opposing teams that have their coaches doing local radio the week of the game. I <laughs> yeah. feel like that's not a, not usually a great sign. Oh, I mean, no, but, so they um, do it all the time on Out of Bounds because they're like, oh, when one Out of Bounds calls, we got to get on that show. Like that happens all the time. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. I must have missed Nick Saban's interview last year, but I, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll look forward to seeing this one this year. But uh, no, I, you know, they're they're coming off of a pretty solid year. You know, they, this team has not won a ton in the last five six years, but they're entering year three under their current head coach, and they took a little bit of a step forward last year, got the six wins. Yeah, you know, they're going to try to keep that going. I was surprised when I looked at just how impressive their numbers were offensively. I mean, they were averaging nearly 500 yards a game on offense. They were airing the ball out, over 300 yards passing. Um, and so this can be very interesting. I mean, obviously this is a, a test Arkansas should pass with flying colors, but, you know, for Arkansas to show that they're really improved in the secondary – this is a nice little little test if you're having an opponent that's really going to like to air it out and see what they can do. And they, they return six of their starters offensively, so it's not not like a complete no. You know, I'm not expecting Arkansas to completely shut this team out, but I think Arkansas should be able to score at will in this one. And I don't think you know there's going to be too many surprises here. What would be an ideal flow to the game as far as how much we want to see from the starters and getting some of the other players involved in the game plan? Yeah, I mean, I think, it, you know, it all, all comes down to score. I mean, it, you know, until that score gets gets big enough, I think that the Arkansas is going to be full systems go. But I think there's no doubt that you, you, you but once you get, you know, around halftime, you start doing the math and start thinking of who might come in when. And I really want to see Jacoby Criswell play a good bit. And, you know, obviously he's a, he's a fourth-year junior. It's not like he's a freshman that's never been on a college football field. But it would be really good to see him out in the Razorback uniform and, and I also want to see him get in early enough to where he's not just handing the ball off to run the clock down. I really want to see him in action. And really all these transferred defenders, I mean, it, it, you know, there's not a ton of freshmen that we're expecting to play huge roles, but there's just so many newcomers on both sides of the ball. So I, I really think that, like, there's going to be enough entries with some of these new guys in the first couple of quarters anyway. But once that score gets out of hand, yeah, I think it's, it'll be nice to get some of these young guys in there and kind of make their claim for some more playing time down the stretch. And, you know, over the next three weeks, Arkansas could be have a lot of comfortable leads, so you know we'll see if any of these young guys can kind of make an early case for playing time in Week One. All right, before I let you get out of here, Andrew, real quick, you don't have to go into full-fledged predictions, but as far as this upcoming game and maybe the season, you got one skill position player to bank on and being a first-team All-SEC player, and it can't be Rocket Sanders. Who would be your bet? Now, I, I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying he's definitely going to be first-team All-SEC this like. I think he's probably the biggest wild card on the roster in terms of I don't think some people really understand how good he is. And, look, we haven't seen him play a college game. Maybe I'm just hyping him up too much. But I really think that, you know, I think it says a lot that he was first team on the depth chart at tight end and there wasn't an or, there wasn't a, we're going to try to move him up. It was, this is the best tight end on our team. He's the most consistent. He's the best blocker, best receiver, best everything. I think it really says a lot about what kind of skill set he has and what they're expecting from him. And so, I think there was someone who was going to be a surprise first-team All-SEC kind of guy. Uh, you know, among those skill position guys, I really think it has. Well, Andrew Ellis, as always, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the week, and we look forward to having you down here in Little Rock for the game on Saturday, all right? 
Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you guys. All right. Appreciate it. Again, that was Andrew Ellis of hogsports.com joining us on the phone lines, getting us ready for game week this week as the game will be, as we said, at noon on Saturday against the Western Carolina Catamounts. But, uh, yeah, so we're uh, looking forward to that. And I know we have a lot of other things to get into the show today, but I tell you what, we can go ahead and give a family four-pack of tickets to the Arkansas-Western Carolina game because I have a trivia question. It's not too difficult either. It's not too difficult. I think most people should get this. So if you want to have a chance to win a family four-pack to the Razorback football game this Saturday against Western Carolina, call in. We'll line them up, 501 661 1037 because unlike some people who are really upset about not being able to go to the game in the way that they wanted or not being able to tailgate the way that they wanted hey you're still going to have a chance for some free tickets to at least get to the game right there that saves you see if i'm doing my math correctly which you always have to double check me on everything pretty much but you're talking about that's saving you close to two hundred dollars because for four tickets to the game with fees and all that stuff Close to 200 bucks. So there's a go. So if you were like, oh, man, I can't because I can't afford it. It's too much money. Well, how about this? You're saving some 200 bucks. So therefore, you can maybe stay in a hotel. Or maybe you can afford that gas. Or maybe afford some of the meals that go along with it. There's, there's different ways to go about and doing it. But, uh, I mean, I, that's what I maybe I'm looking at it differently. But that's how I look at it, Joe. It's like 400 bucks. Or not 400 bucks. 200 bucks is what it saves you. That's a lot of money in the long run, especially for those who want to travel up for the game. Yeah, that's quite a bit, but just getting free tickets overall. Yeah. I mean, the, you can't beat that. Whenever there's something that's given away, take advantage of it. That's right. That's what I always say is, uh, what are the best tickets? The the free tickets. What are the best beers? The free beers. You know, free is always something we can relate to, be excited about, and be interested in. So, let's go ahead and kick it off. Let's see if uh, Kyle and Little Rock will be, uh, get the first crack at it. Kyle... What's up, man? You ready for a chance to win a family four-pack to the Razorback game this weekend against Western Carolina? Yes, sir. All right. So, all right, so here's your trivia question. Again, it's not too difficult, uh, but it's something that has to deal with, of course, these games being at War Memorial Stadium. So Arkansas is opening up the season here in War Memorial Stadium. Can you name the last opponent that Arkansas opened up the season against in War Memorial Stadium, where the first game of the year was against this opponent at War Memorial. Can you name who the opponent was? Was it UAPB? No, it was UAPB. They did play in Little Rock two years ago, but that didn't open the season against UAPB. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate you calling in. We'll have more opportunities for you to win tickets. And so to give another hint... Because I like to help it out with people. Uh, the year was in 2017. So 2017 was the year when you opened up the season of War Memorial Stadium. Let's try Jordan and Litterock. Jordan, you got an answer for us? Florida A&M. I'm sorry? Florida A&M. Florida A&M. That is right. Correct. It was Florida A&M back on a Thursday night. <laughs> In 2017, Arkansas won 49-7, to and they took care of business. That one, that was a game that me and Joe always laugh about because the Florida A&M team had the uniforms where they couldn't, weren't supposed to wear them, so they got penalized with a personal foul at the beginning of every quarter uh, for 15 yards. But, yeah, Jordan, you got it right. Congratulations. You get the family four-pack to see the Razorbacks in Western Carolina this weekend. Thank y'all so much, Kyle Hey, no problem, Jordan. Hey, let, let me ask you though. Like, could you have gone if it was three o'clock noon? Didn't matter. Didn't matter the time. You would have gone. Oh, I don't. I don't give a damn. It's going. I'm gonna be there regardless. <laughs> Boom. That's what Love we like it. to hear, man. That's what we like to hear. So, congrats, Jordan. We'll put you on hold, man. We'll get your information and we'll get those tickets to you. All right. Thank y'all again. Yeah, appreciate it. So that's the type of fans that we want to give tickets away to. They don't care what time the game's at. They don't care where the game's at. They don't care who the opponent is. Come hell or high water, they're always going to make sure that they go out there and check out the games because they are Razorback fans. So we'll we'll have more tickets to give away, though, folks. That's the thing is we have tickets. So if you didn't get a chance to win them today, just continue to listen throughout the week, not only to our show here on Out of Bounds, but also uh, all the shows because all of them are going to be doing some ticket giveaways and you know, whether you're going to be going to the tailgate or maybe 
you know, you have some friends and family that well, really want to go, and you're already going, and you wanted them to go with you to the tailgate, but they're like, oh, we don't have tickets. That'll be your chance to do it, too. So we'll do some different things, though. We may do trivia. We may do some social media stuff. We may do some video streaming stuff to have some real fun with it. So we'll get we'll get pretty creative here and uh, make sure that we get out those tickets because we have plenty of them to give out. Uh, before we take a break, though, I know on our uh, Stru- Southern Structural Solutions text line, this one comes from Doug F. in Little Rock. He says, I had a heat stroke golfing a few weeks ago. I spent three days in the hospital. The more I think about it, I really want to go to the game. In your personal opinion, do you think I should sit this one out? True story. Well, Doug, first off, glad you're okay, because having a heat stroke is no joke at all. Especially, you said in early text that you're 54 years old. That ain't nothing to, to mess with, so glad you're okay. Um, hopefully your golf game was good that day, at least. <laughs> but, uh, man, go into the game. I have always said that if you can go to a game, no matter what, go. Because you never know what could happen. You never know. It could be end up being one of the greatest games ever. You could see a record-breaking performance. No matter what, if you have a chance to go, go. But in this particular case, my man, if you had a heat stroke three weeks ago, I know it's not going to be as hot as what it was three weeks ago. I mean, I don't want to tell you what to do, but, man, that would be... That'd be something to where you better make sure that you're, you know, plenty hydrated and you're maybe going into the shade during timeouts, something like that. But I don't know, man. I don't don't put that on us to try to tell you or give you ideas of what you need to do because that's that's asking a lot. So it's up to you, Doug. But you know, Razorback fans sometimes will just uh, find ways to go to the games no matter what. Uh, but I still expect a great attendance. Still expect a great time. Great atmosphere. And we're going to continue to have a great show here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, because coming up next, we'll get to best and worst of the weekend, some of the highlights and the lowlights that we saw, and more of your phone calls and text messages at 501-661-1037. More Out of Bounds, up next. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is SportsCenter. Robert Perez Jr. had a three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth inning for the Arkansas Travelers yesterday, but it was too little too late in a 6-5 loss to the Wichita Wind Surge at Dickey Stevens Park. Wichita built a 5-0 lead thanks to a two-run home run from Aaron Sabato, a solo shot from Yoimer Fajardo, and an RBI triple from Tanner Scoble before RBI groundouts from Josh Morgan and Spencer Packard got the Travs on the board. Arkansas is off today, but they'll start a series in Tulsa tomorrow night. Moving to Major League Baseball, the Chicago Cubs took 3-4 of four from the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 10-1 win yesterday. One of those wins came from Conway native Jordan Wicks on Saturday. He retired 15 in a row at one point and finished with nine strikeouts. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two games nightly, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. only at Brewskies. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. 
Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568 have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trying to reach the green from here, Shooter? That's not possible, sir. I beg to differ. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no more than an hour ago. Well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore, oh my God! On 1037 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later, happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for 2 4 and $6. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. And there is a lot of sports action coming up this week with college football on Thursday and taking us into the Labor Day weekend, Razorback game Saturday at noon. So great place to watch is Twin Peaks. And when you walk through the doors at Twin Peaks, you can see their exclusive and extensive collection of rare bourbons, whiskeys, and tequilas. If you want to get that fantasy football draft party going, Twin Peaks is a place to have it. Get registered online for it today. TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash Fantasy Draft. Commissioner gets a $5 bonus card. Every additional drafter gets a $5 bonus card. Plenty of food and drinks there at Twin Peaks to enjoy that fantasy football draft party. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in. And once again, we'll have uh, plenty of tickets to give away the rest of the week. And all of our shows here on 1037 The Buzz for Arkansas and Western Carolina. So uh, continue to uh, hear more about that. And also we had a text uh, from the Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501. It says, out of curiosity, what was wrong with the Florida A&M uniforms that they weren't supposed to wear where they got penalized every quarter for wearing it? If I wasn't mistaken, Joe, it was that they had white uniforms and the letters and numbers were white. Yeah. With like a green outline or something like that. It was hard to see on the jersey. That it, it was a cool looking jersey yeah. with the outline, but uh, they prefer that you, if you're wearing lighter color jersey, you wear dark numbers so it offsets and it's really easy to see the number. Yeah, because it makes it hard for officials to know what number the penalties were on. It makes it hard for the broadcasters to know who's who at times. So it just makes it uh, so much easier. But I don't know what's worse, having that on your uniforms and trying to figure out who's who, or like I'll never forget a time, nobody cares about this too much, but I had to call, a, I think it was like a Bentonville versus Chino Hills. It was Malik Monk versus the Ball Brothers, if you can believe it, in a basketball game. I was on the radio broadcast, and Bentonville had black uniforms, uh, because that was their color, and Chino Hills had dark navy uniforms, and they wore them at the same time. I couldn't figure out who was who. So just for the broadcasting perspective, it makes it a lot easier when you can really see those numbers and know who's doing what and what's happening. Because <laughs> that, was, that was something. Which was cool, because again, he was like Malik Monk going up against the Ball Brothers and uh, seeing Lonzo and everybody before they really became you know, the, the sensation that they were. So did they both have white numbers on those jerseys? Uh, yes. Or it wasn't white. It, no, because that was the other thing. So Benville had gold. Okay, so that, that was the way to tell it. You know, the minor difference there, mm-hmm. but... Gold versus white, it it would have been a little bit easier like that. Yeah. But if it was two dark color uniforms, especially that close, black and really dark blue, and they both have white numbers, it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. I think it was more just about where they set up my radio 
play-by-play up in the, you know, nosebleeds. And that's so I couldn't see that well as it was. And so having to really look down and focus, I was like, couldn't y'all, because it was like a three-game event or three-day event. I was like, couldn't y'all, like, I don't know, like, just talk to each other if they came out and be like, hey, guys, do you have some, you can wear your uniforms from yesterday, you know, or however. You could have figured out some sort of way to make it a little bit easier, but nobody cared about me. Oh, they wanted to make it difficult. That's what that was. Also, they didn't care about what the random radio guy had to say, because it wasn't on TV or anything, but they didn't care about any of that. But, uh, but yeah, it's important. It's definitely important to uh, make sure that you uh, have the uniforms in check so you don't get any personal foul calls, and I'm sure Western Carolina is going to make sure that they do that. Uh, before we get to best worst of the weekend, let's go to Jamie and Atkins. What's up, Jamie? Hey guys, I, I'm just calling the. I mean, it, it doesn't matter to me either way. I'm not going to be able to go to the game. Uh, I'll have to watch it online. But it, you know, how how much cooler is it going to be at twelve? Maybe maybe three degrees. Maybe yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I don't think that was it at all. I think the whole deal is that, and, and I like him to death. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Sam Pittman guy, but I I think he's just wanting to get done already so he can go back to his pad and maybe have an old cold beer or something, you know? Well, he just I, I, wanted to come back and get him an old cold beer. Well, I don't you know? know if that's fair to him, Jamie. I mean, I understand that, you know, the, the reasoning, I believe that there's more to it than just simply the heat, but... I think it's more also just about all the the players and everybody not getting back uh, as yeah, but late think as. Think about this, John. Hey, okay. think about this. Okay. Okay. So you're going to you're going to let the players so they can rest. You want them to get back to campus early. That's probably the worst thing you can do. Me being as you, you used to go to college and I went to college. That's the worst thing you can do is give them more time to go out and party. Well, I mean, it would be better if they got back at 2 a.m. where they didn't have as much time to go out and get in trouble. Well, I think it's more am for I just... Right or am I right? No, I just think it's more about also the amount of travel that they're going to be doing this year that they're trying to, as Andrew Ellis said, trying to limit as much travel as they possibly can for these long nights and for the times that where they make sure that their team is as rested and the recovery is as, as good as it is. Cause, yeah, but you know these guys, these players are not going back and going to go rest. They're going to go out. I mean, but you can't run it as just being like, well, you know, we would do it at, at, night, at night, but or we would do it in the morning, but, hey, these, these players, we know they're going to hit Dixon Street right afterwards. Like, I don't think you can base your, or, uh, your way of doing it off of that. I think it's honestly because of the amount of heat, the how long they would be in the heat. Because of the play, as soon as the game ends, the players load up and they're out of there. But if the game's later in the day, then they start going to the game earlier. They go through walkthroughs. They're out in the heat a little bit longer. Because in this case, they don't get to the stadium to start warming up and whatnot. I guess until it would be like ten o'clock, ten thirty, something to that extent. So I don't know. I, I'm not saying that it's only heat related, but I don't think it's about Sam Pittman wanting to get back so he can have a beer at his house. Like I, I don't think it's that that extreme. <laughs> Well, now, John, you know he likes some old cold beer now. Well, who doesn't like their old cold beers, Jamie? I mean, you like a cold beer, don't you? Well, actually, I quit. Oh, okay, well. I quit drinking a long time ago. But anyway, that's another story. (laughs) All right, guys, uh, enjoy the show. I appreciate it, Jamie. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Cold Coke Zero, if that's what you want. Whatever your beer, or not beer, drink of choice might be. Uh, All right, so we know that there's a lot of things that happened over the weekend, some good things and some bad things, so let's talk about the best and worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. In your life have you seen anything like that? It was the worst of times. Nuts and bolts, we got screwed. Third down. It's time for the best and worst of the weekend on Out of Bounds. All right, best and worst of the weekend. I'll go ahead and start with the best of the weekend. And this wasn't even football related, but... I love it when there's some rivalry or there's some chippiness, there's some trash talk, there's some teams that felt slighted because a player left and now they're somewhere else. Like it drives drama and it fuels that and there's just so much angst. And uh, How many times have we seen players when they go to a different team and then they end up playing that team they left at their home place? The boos, like LeBron James returning to Cleveland, how much anger and frustrations there were for that. Uh, you know, there's, we see it all the time. And I'm usually somebody who enjoys that and thrives on that. But I will say, Mookie Betts, over the weekend, Dodgers baseball player, playing in Fenway, was met with a resounding applause and a resounding ovation 
for his return to Boston. You know, Boston gets a bad rap sometimes, I feel like, for being this fan base that hates people and hates everybody and they're mean. And there may be some truth to that because a lot of stereotypes exist for a reason. But I thought that was a really cool moment to show that not everybody is hated and, you know, frowned upon for leaving. I thought that was a cool moment and just in baseball and in sports in general for the Boston fans being very welcoming of the return of Mookie Betts. Within that same game, Red Sox right fielder Alex Verdugo he led off that game with a, 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 a leadoff home run, and he had three straight games with a leadoff home run. So Alex Verdugo getting the best for three straight games with a leadoff home run. Also, I'll throw in another best because, again, we had so much from the uh, sports world to, to really uh, jump into. But uh, I'll go ahead with the, the best of who Arkansas got, and this will come up again once in the Razor, Razor Hog update. But they got another 2026 commitment. Uh, from an offensive lineman that was Tay Lockett last week. Well, uh, this time around, it's an offensive lineman from Georgia. Now, he chose Arkansas over Georgia and Alabama and a lot of other schools. So another big-time, high four-star, five-star potential player. But that's not what the best is, although that is great. The best of it is his name, Bear McHorder. Like Grizzly Bear is his first name. Bear, his last name's McHorder, M-C-W-H-O-R-T-E-R. I love great players when they come to Arkansas, but if they got a great name to go along with it, and especially a guy, if his name's Bear, you know that that's going to end up being somebody's going to be on a trench play, whether it's D-line, O-line, doesn't matter. But Bear McHorder chooses Arkansas, once again has three seasons to play in high school until he arrives on campus. Assuming he arrives on campus, but still a nice little uh, get and a great name for Arkansas over the weekend. Slovenia had a game in the FIBA World Championships, and what would be expected, Luka gets a best because he led the team in all categories. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals. Doing what Luca does, putting the team on his back. Uh, also, uh, another best that I'll throw into is just having the, the Week Zero games. People you know, either make fun of them or hate them or whatever maybe. I actually really enjoyed them. I really enjoyed watching the games on Saturday. And even if it was games I didn't care about, because I look at it too, and I'm guilty of this, but not knowing a whole lot of uh, other teams and watching other teams and knowing some of their traditions and everything. And I don't care what uh, a previous caller said in the first hour. I thought the Navy-Notre Dame game in Ireland was really cool. I thought the fans there and, and the atmosphere was really cool. The people that made the trip was really cool. Like, all of that's just, it, it's cool. So unique things that can happen. You know, I'm sure that Notre Dame and Navy, I mean, maybe some of them would have rather stayed at home instead of having to travel over the pond. But college football, some of those traditions, some of those atmospheres are great, but having unique things like that was uh, was a really awesome time, and I'm glad I got to watch it. And I doubt, you know, Arkansas gets a game in Dublin, Ireland, although that would be cool. But if I was a fan of one of those teams, I would have done anything I could to go over to those games, and those are the cool things about college football that makes it so special. Best of USC freshman receiver Zachariah Branch. He scored two touchdowns in the game against San Jose State, and the guy looks like he's playing on a different level, and he is a true freshman so it's going to be exciting to see him throughout the season Caleb Williams throwing passes to him and him in the return game for USC and then also in that same vein of a player in in college football how about Sam Hartman the transfer that went to Notre Dame 19 of 23 for 251 yards and four touchdowns Uh, I know that Notre Dame people always talk about oh they're overrated oh they get ranked because just because they're Notre Dame sick Notre Dame I don't care one way or the other about Notre Dame I really don't but if Sam Hartman, if that's any indication of how good he could be this year and some of the great players they had surrounding him, will they be a college football playoff team? I don't know. But they're certainly worthy of being a top 15 team, and I'm sure that they'll have some tough games in front of them. But what a great performance out of Sam Hartman, the transfer quarterback, and what a difference a transfer like that can make immediately for your football team. Worse to Paul Goidos, who going into the Ally Challenge, which is on the Champions Tour, he had a two-stroke lead on 17, and 17 is a par three. He five-putted on 17, oh, so he gave up the lead. Vijay Singh went on to win the event, but he was in complete control until he five-putted on 17 and lost the event on the last two holes. Yeah, don't worry, man. I've, I've uh, had to five-putt on a few greens myself, so I, I can feel your pain on that. Uh, I'm worst of the weekend for me. I it could change, so I want to preface this. It could change. My mind could change. I reserve the right to change my mind. I don't know if I'm a fan of the new rules in college football of the clock continuing to run on first downs. It could end up being okay. 
I need a bigger sample size, but I didn't really like it. There's a bigger sample size on the way. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out. Again, I, I reserve the right to change my mind. Kind of similar to what people talked about the pitch clock in baseball. I didn't really care for it because like, I looked up and the game was moving so fast. And that's what they want. They want fast games. They want more advertising and commercials. They want all those things. I get it. I understand it. All of it. But as far as for the game itself, I didn't really necessarily like it because I sit there and I'm like, oh, man, Notre Dame had a touchdown drive that was eight minutes long? That's impressive. Well, yeah, it was impressive. But one of the main reasons being is because they got four first downs on those plays and the clock kept running. So it, it did give them a little bit more of that opportunity. And I think coaches and teams that may be more of ball control, they probably love the new rule. But uh, still not warmed up to it. Still didn't like it just yet. But maybe after this weekend, I'll change my mind on that fact. It's going to affect scoring for college football. So that's something that uh, Bet Saracen and some of these lines that we're used to may not be as big because of the fact that um, the scoring is going to go down. And it's going to be affected some from the clock steadily running. A worse to Chiefs receiver Rasheed Rice, who dropped a wide open. And, oh, yeah. I mean, this dude was <laughs> in the clear by himself, dropped a wide open pass that if he catches it, he's going to score a touchdown. Chiefs were playing against the Browns, and it was closest to the Browns' sideline. And you could see the Browns players all reacting to it, where they all had their mouths open, they had their hands on their head, and they were just like, they could, couldn't believe that the guy dropped the pass that he dropped because they just knew that as wide open as he was, he's going to catch the ball, score a touchdown. So even the Browns players reacted in a certain way where it's like, dude, you got to make that catch and, and score that touchdown. So you can imagine how the Chiefs' sidelines look. Well, I know that it's always difficult to, to play the game of football, but I was trying to think of when a player, like a wide receiver, drops a pass like that because I saw it and it was egregious. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing you can look to you can, there's nothing you can say. You can blame or be like, "Oh man, you know this happened." There's nothing. It's like you you just dropped it. There, you just you, so you can't say anything. You just gotta stay silent and just just go back to the huddle. So we can look back a couple of years ago and Jamar Chase, the great receiver that he is, he was having a case of the drops during preseason. That's been the same thing with Rasheed Rice, and he's a guy that's not in danger of getting cut. He was a second round pick, so they they expect him to be around. They have certain expectations for him, and they have plans for him. And they're just hoping he can get this worked out where he's actually catching the ball and adjusting the plan on the NFL level. But he's somebody to look out for because of uh, hmm. he has had a case of the drops here in the preseason. Well, there's best and worst of the weekend. And, Ryan, and I know you're on hold. Well, stay on hold. We'll get you on the other side of the break and continue on that. We'll have your Razor Hog update, too. Some of the updates and details from Razorback football specifically – and we'll keep it moving on to Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. Oh, yeah, here's another uh, late addition to the worst. My betting with Bet Saracen. Not the app. It was me. I sucked at it so bad. So uh, if I ever say to bet on something, just do the opposite this college football season. And you'll probably win a lot of money with Bet Saracen. But that, that may was, be a great plan. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's all part of my uh, grandmaster plan here. But we'll get to a lot more Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us. Goodbye, 9 to 5. So long, paper checks. Later on, trips to the bank. Tired of business as usual? Say hello to business banking services from Arvest Bank. At Arvest, we support those starting new businesses or even new side hustles with loans, advanced merchant services, easy online banking tools, and time-saving products like remote deposit capture. Goodbye, limits. Hello, possibilities. Arvest Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Mess Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Mess Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Auto Parts. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring today. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. On 1037 The Buzz. Monday here on Out of Bounds, presented by Fleet Management Services. We just got a few minutes because we're running a little bit behind with our best and worst of the weekend in the previous segment. That's all right. But we got uh, Ryan in Hot Springs who's been patiently holding on. What's up, Ryan? Hey, you know, I'm pretty excited about just moving back to uh, 12 uh, or moving up to 12. And the reason being, that's going to leave a lot more room to watch the primetime football. You know, I was kind of like, kind of, I was kind of kicking myself. I was going to miss some of that, you know. Uh, Saturday, but now that's that's done been moved out of the way. So that's pretty cool, and it makes it even better with that running clock. Oh yeah, you know I guess that's, that's another. Yeah, we're talking about the. That's a positive for sure. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, uh, the game's at noon. We may be out of there by two forty-five at the latest. Or late, or earlier. For all, yeah. for all we know. They. Um, but uh, you know, another reason why I called is. Um, so I'm gonna preface, start this with a question. So we considered last year. Obviously, it was not what we wanted, but we still considered last year a winning. A winning season, correct? Just barely, but yes, a winning season. Okay. So when was the last time we had a three-year starter uh, provided K.J. wins this year with a winning record? When was the last time Arkansas had a three-year starter or a three-plus-year starter without without a losing record? Mm, well, 
I, Matt Jones was here for four years, and the only time he had a losing record was his final year, where they went five and six. Right. Um, well, I guess that would qualify then. Yeah, not not that he was the full time starter as a freshman. Right. So, and I know Brandon Allen was definitely uh, did not have that his, his first year. I think Sterner had one too. Yeah, Sterner had, had ninety seven was a losing season. Um, right. I don't know. That's an interesting question, Ryan. I, I've never thought about that. I'm sure that there is somebody that's uh, got to go way back when, but uh, uh, it would have to be someone in the '80s. It's probably the soonest because I know Quinn had one his senior. His senior year was I think what five and seven something like that, or four and eight or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. But also, you got to take into consideration that having a three-year starter as quarterback is yeah, extremely rare. Like the fact that uh, Matt Jones became the starter later as a freshman, and so he didn't start the year as the starter, but. Uh, the fact that he played four years and was essentially the starter is is something we may never see again in major college football. Well, even if you move it back to a two-year starter, though, that's still going to take out a lot. That moves you back to – and then that moves you up to Mallet. I mean, that, and that's still – you know what I'm saying? No, what I'm, what I'm, my point I'm trying to get at is there's some history going to be made this year if, if KJ has the year we, we all think he's going to have, provided you know, everything goes healthy and every stays, everything stays on the track. Where I'm trying is where I'm trying to go with this. Yeah, I, I think that there's a, a lot of interest there too. Of uh, KJ, if he has a huge year this year, which I think a huge year would be, you know, over 2,500 yards and over 24 touchdowns. It's kind of where uh, Bet Saracens put the uh, the over under at uh, for what his performance may be. Uh, will he be the greatest quarterback of all time at Arkansas? No, I don't think so. But if he has a great year, maybe some will consider him that. But he'll definitely go down as one of the all-time great quarterbacks at Arkansas he'll, just because he'll, he'll of his go, success. He'll go down as one of the winningest. I don't know the winningest, but he'll be probably top five or top three winningest quarterbacks ever if he has the year we all think he's going to have. Yeah, yeah, and he'll and I know he'll be appreciated and be remembered for all that, but uh, he's got to stay healthy this year, though. That's the number one priority. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, that's just my thoughts. I hope, y'all, oh, I hope you enjoyed that picture I sent you uh, of uh, B earlier. We, uh, we, I'd walked into Walmart. I've always wanted one of those hats, and uh, I finally decided to get one. And uh, I went to game day there in Fayetteville, and they had, there was a shortage going on because of COVID and everything else. So I've been looking one for, for a long time and walked in this morning and saw that. And, uh, of course, B saw it, and she, she knew exactly what was fixing to happen. So I grabbed it, and first thing I did, before I, I even paid it, she'd already uh, laid claim to it. Uh, yeah, laid claim to it. Yeah, it's one of those famous razor, the the actual hog hat itself, famously worn by Johnny Carson, Dolly Parton, Paris Hilton. So, yeah, iconic people have worn that uh, that hog hat. So glad that you could finally get one, Ryan. Yes, sir. I I hope you all have a great day and go hog. All right, appreciate it, man. Yeah, I didn't know those were so rare. I figured those were hot commodities that you could probably find all over the place, but maybe so. <laughs> yeah, well, well, hey, if it's unique, and we know that Razorbacks are unique, so go get one yeah, if you if, can find it. If you can find one. we got more Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires. 